0: Just the way I like them. All right. (laughs) Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Feeling well. I'm Ralph here as always with Lloyd Howell. Um, The sun is shining. The birds are singing. Things are looking up this week, Ralph. Is that Um, so? It's it's yes. Yes. News to Um, me. Once again, news to to everyone, I think. Um, I I I'm I'm kidding, of course. Everything is the ah. same. I'm I'm back in I'm back in my childhood bedroom. Um things have returned to the the slog that is our life and there's coronavirus spiking across the country. Um and uh and, and it's this, this this double bump that we were worried about. It's happening. Uh and All right, Lloyd, what is this? Like the PBS news hour? Like what what, what is well, just, just, just everyone f- knows that already. We're filling what the people. View, the what people want to know is if Lloyd had approved of information. For his mortgage. That's what they're dying to hear. Oh uh, no, no, not yet. It's it's honestly like I I wish I could say that, but like the whole mortgage process, like like okay, so when you when you first offer to buy a house, they like accept your offer, and you're like, yeah, so I get the house, right? No, then unless you're unless you're a rich man and can pay in cash, you got to go to the bank and say bank. I want to lend this money. And uh, they, they like go through everything. They verify your employment and then they send you a letter. Like, this is a letter of commitment. We're going to do your mortgage. And so I got that letter, but it's like a conditional letter. So they have to do more like they have to, they have to like comb through every substrate of my economic life to make sure that I'm not a, uh, a, a deadbeat and a, and a, and a, and a runabout. So Um, not quite. We'll see. I'm just, uh, I'm just sitting in limbo. Um, but you know, I'm lucky to even be able to consider doing this. So I'm not, uh, not complaining too hard. Well, I'm sure Um, you'll be fine. Have you, uh, have you made any moves to or away from Brooklyn? Have you, uh, I've been consistently looking at apartments. I'm going to look at more tomorrow. It's dispiriting. Mm. There's so much bullshit out there looking for apartments. Like the things that people ask you to tolerate. I remember I was emailing back and forth with this guy who was trying to rent out a room um, on Craigslist. And uh, at one point, you know, he's like asking me about myself. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I work full time as a video editor from home. So haven't been affected by COVID financially. So that's good. And he's like, you know, he's like, oh, so, you know, are you are you going to be home a lot? when <laughs> if you were to move in and i'm like uh why uh, do you ask and he's like well i don't really want someone who's going to be home all the time and it's like motherfucker you're trying to have a tenant without having a tenant where do people fucking God. get the nerve that are you kidding me wow. okay jesus christ that that makes that that makes some things clear to me like i've i've i have a in my in my four bedroom in in Brooklyn like when i would look for people they would usually kind of lead out their emails with like i'm almost never home like uh i keep to myself cuz i think that's i think that's why a lot of people Yeah, i guess. I mean like that makes sense. Bumped, I guess that makes sense when nuts. you're like, you know, you're doing like a room share situation cuz it's, you know, you know, obviously everyone's fighting for privacy when you're in like a four bedroom or something, but like sure. this dude, i don't know, he's at, he has like a two bedroom, he's trying to like fill the other room and it's like I don't know. With a ghost. I, or I guess it's the same I no, guess it's the same the same idea, but I just found it so galling, you know? Of course, of course. Like if you're if you're renting a place, you should be able to do whatever you want there. Yeah, though. and like I saw another ad you're supposed to I saw another ad where the landlord was like like after the quarantine, everyone must must be, you know out of the house roughly from 9 to 5, whatever, or something. And it's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, it's like am I not even... It's not even as 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 Ugh. simple as I'm I'm paying money to live in a place. Like, there like oh, there have to be boy. dictates on how right, and when right. I inhabit There's... the space. It's just fucking unbelievable. Would rather not know you exist. Yeah. You, as a tenant, must, must I want scurry you to pay from me, hole to hole like a mouse. I want you mouse. to pay me this, this inordinate amount of money to live here but try to live here as infrequently as possible, you know. Yes, yes. Oh god. Fuck that, man. Like all all the landlords are getting bailed out too. The like the 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 Paycheck Protection Act or whatever that was, like so many landlords just raked it in off of that. And the and like the one-time $1200 stimulus was basically just, you know, like a direct subsidy of of landlords, it's uh, it's it's disgusting. It is. It disgusts me. Um, I do not miss uh searching for New York City apartments one bit. That's uh one of the worst parts of it. I haven't done it in a while. It's uh, it and this 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 whole process of. How like, long were you at that uh at your old place? I didn't realize it was a four bedroom. So you had quite a few roommates, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, i been there for like five years. Um. For quite a while it's nice I like it there Um, but you know like just a just a a shitty building it's the kind of thing where the building is attached to um, like it, it was two buildings that were built at the same time and like the one next to the one I live in is owned by a family and so the landlord can't just knock this one down and build up one of those new atrocities that are sprouting up across the country like he has to just collect rent On the apartments in this building and it's just kind of shitty like he he did a he did like a quick uh like a quick tear through this building like ripped out what was there before put up shitty pasteboard whatever and it's like it's fairly inexpensive it's it's uh it's definitely like it could be a lot worse but he's just very hands-off like he wants to just collect his rents and not shake things up um yeah i've 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 been fairly lucky in that but just the 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 stories you hear of, of these these, these landlords—they just want to kind of like they want to run a fiefdom. Absolutely, They want to have their their little people. Well, I got into I got mm. into a very contentious relationship with my last landlord, uh, my former place right, that right. I lived at for uh, just the past year. Um, you know, he was like this. It was very strange because. You know, obviously, I always paid my rent on time. But like from the beginning, it was like this weird like, first of all, when I first moved into the apartment, like the one guy who was there, it was like, okay, so it's like a three bedroom. And one of the people was staying and the other two were moving out. And uh, when I moved in, it was like filthy. It was in like terrible condition. And like the Mm. the dude who lived there, I could shit talk him now because I don't live there anymore. We're not recording in our (laughs) our living room. But he was just kind of this like possum shaped like, shut-in nerd who, like, you know, wouldn't bathe and just lived in, like, his one, like, the smallest bedroom, windowless bedroom, just, like, occasionally, I would just, I would just, like, catch a glance of him through his, his parted door and just, just shiver, just be like, oh, God, there, there are people worse than me, and, uh, but, like, I guess, like, these, (laughs) that was the, that was the gamer guy, yeah, yeah, and, like, these, I mean, whatever, Uh, he was a nice guy, but, sure, kind of just, like, pathologically a pushover, and, um, Yeah, they left it in, like, terrible condition with, like, you know, the, like, you know, uh, like, there was, like, scratches on the drywall, just, like, a layer of filth everywhere, and I, like, helped fix it up with uh, the other um, new incoming roommate, and I complained to the landlord, and the landlord was, like, scandalized, like, whenever I would, like, point out something that was deficient, he was, like, it was weird, he was, like, this African immigrant who only periodically appeared at the property. I think he lived in London and he, like, kind of, like, demanded, like, this strange level of deference from us. And I would, like, I would, like, (laughs) complain to my other roommates about it and, like, the cucked nerd, he would be, like, he would be, like, well, why do you have to... You know, I'm like, I would be like, he's not doing you a favor. And he's like, yes, he is. You know, he's letting us live here. He's not letting us do shit, bitch. We're paying to live here. (laughs) But he was just so cocked he couldn't get that through his head, but whatever. Oh, that's pathetic. And then, like, finally, like, he was going to raise the rent. And it's like, whatever. That happens. It wasn't by an Uh astronomical amount. But it's like, I don't know. My instincts are when your landlord's trying to charge you more money, at least give him a little bit of shit. So I was like, hey, when I moved into this place, it was a dump. I fixed it up a little bit. Uh, I'd like to know at least why are you raising the rent? And then he was so offended that just uh, petulantly like a child, he said, okay, now you can't resign the mm. lease. You know, oh and that was a whole thing. And uh, I can't believe that's fucking legal, man. That's that's still wild to yeah. me. I remember you telling me about this. Just And then the, eventually the he came back around, go. but I was just like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to find another place for uh-huh. like you. And then the other roommate uh-huh. uh, who you met, uh, yeah. I was originally on good terms with him, but like, it was so strange. He was a weird guy too. Like he was like someone, he was like older. He was like 38, maybe 40. And um, I believe it was like his- He was, the, he was like a som or something, right? A what? He was a sommelier. What does that mean? Like a wine oh, guy? Oh, yes, yes. Well, he was like, yeah. he, he was very, in, this seemed like the first time, I believe this was the first time he ever lived with roommates. And he oh. was very invested in like kind of a child's idea of what adult life is. Where it's like, oh, Ooh. I have a wine rack and I have a nice desk. And I remember, like, he didn't know anything about jazz, but he like made a point of like listening to vinyl records of like the most generic mm. sort of jazz you would find at a record store. So that kind of guy, the kind of guy who uh-huh. like forces himself to listen to jazz because that's the, that's the fucking you know uh, Banana Republic image he has of himself. That's that's yes. the aspirational. Yes. That's that's the uh-huh. ideal to which he aspires. And, uh, it's such a challenging form of music, you know. It really, you know, it projects an air of of quality. Well, it's also, it wasn't you even if you as if to jazz. You know, I, I don't. I, you know, I barely know anything about jazz, but it also wasn't as if he was like a he. he knew anything about jazz he was just like right it was just like the jazz started like literally just like you know it's not like he was even (laughs) listening to like bitches brew or whatever like he didn't know anything about music he was just invested Uh in projecting the image of someone who listens to jazz being a jazz guy Mm. and someone who drinks wine uh he didn't know how to cook i like taught him what marinating is like it was just very strange (laughs) You know, oh, like, boy. simultaneously, like, kind of a baby man, but also very... And I could tell that he, like, kind of resented that he had roommates in the first place. Right, because you know? that's not that's not adulting. That that's is not, not adulting. A, that's a sign of that's weakness. That's right, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And I remember we had this weird... It was, like, it was weird shit. Like, I remember we got into this argument once, because he was, like, insisting that living in China was actually chill. And I was like, hmm. well, it's like a totalitarian government. And he's like, no, you don't get it. You don't know. And then even stranger... I forget how this came up, but he was trying to convince me uh, that he had never watched pornography or masturbated before. He was like, "No, oh. not me. I don't do it." Not, and I was oh. like, uh, "What? What are you talking about? Huh. What do you mean you've never seen? You've never seen pornographic images?" And he's like, "No, because I believe that if you do that, it prevents you from." having sex in real life and i'm like but you're claiming that you've never Whoa. watched pornography or not as a teenager and he like he adamantly denied it he was like wow it very, and also it's like first of all you think anyone's going to believe you if you say that and also you think it reflects poorly on you to admit that you've you've ever mastered but just like very strange and then like toward the end hmm. i don't know just like kind of like typical roommate tensions of like what was it even like he would resent the fact that i would have people over um Mm. and he would do like weirdly passive aggressive things like he he would leave his record he started leaving his record player on even when he wasn't in the living room he would be like stowed up in his room but he had a record player in the living room and he would leave it Mm. on so one night i like turned it off to watch a movie and that like turned into like this big fight where it's like how dare you turn off my record player without asking me and I'm like, all right, dude. So like what if you're what if you're not home but the record player? So he's like, you ask me first. And then like then it turned into like a oh. silent treatment, Cold War. And then like oh. as we were preparing to re-sign, like a total fucking bitch, rather than like confront me directly, he like sent the two of us like an essay long uh uh, uh email with all of his grievances in which he says like, oh, you know, I don't like the living room being a— Uh Uh, a a, a drinking lounge where people are are consuming beer and sitting on the couch all the time and it's like i don't want to be in that kind of environment like he was almost using language to Uh suggest like he's like i'm gonna tell the landlord that i feel a little uncomfortable with this it's like bitch what are you gonna fucking tell the landlord and then we got into another (laughs) huge (laughs) argument over his pissy fucking passive aggressive argument and then i'm just like whatever i gotta get out of here and then the quarantine hit so Jesus Christ. Whatever. I hope he has COVID, wow. you you prissy little bitch. Yeah. Enjoy the second best bedroom in that shitty apartment, you loser. But oh, uh holy shit. Do you, so do you think the those those two guys they're probably still there? I, I, like I believe kinda... so. I would assume so. Yeah. They oh, were they they they, they were choosing m- to stay, yeah. But he was also similarly disgusting. he was also similarly uh uh predisposed to like sucking the landlord's dick. Like neither of them sure, had sure. Like I guess you don't have to have an adversarial relationship with your landlord. I tend to But it's like they were like yeah he's doing us a favor you know it's like there's other fucking. you're Mm. you're paying a lot of money to this man just to live in an uh, apartment that is like that 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 cucked peasant mindset is bewildering to me both of them i am not super i am not super surprised based on what you on what you've told me about this guy like insisting that he's never watched porn or like masturbated and like he he's obsessed with like his self image as an adult as like a like i'm a i'm a high functioning member of society like i'm 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 going to hustle i'm going to get out there i'm going to get it that of course ties directly into like you know the landlord mindset like he wants to be a landlord like he wants right. to kind of kind of get his someday he's he's that He's that temporarily embarrassed yes, millionaire. Yes, even if he doesn't literally want to be a landlord, he sees the landlord as like an aspirational figure. Yes, and to, yes. And to, he's and to the bicker guy. with this man would be like kind of gauche or beneath him. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. He's he's got himself some uh, some residual income. Like he's he's really you know cracked the code. Like he doesn't have to work for for his rents and like what you know. And that's the key to life, man. You just gotta you gotta get your own tenants and then you're set have others work for you like that that's that's a that ideology is a plague um definitely and it's everywhere it's everywhere um i don't know i am not i am not uh going to miss having roommates um that, that it's it's a tough it's a tough sell like i i don't i don't mind having roommates in theory like sometimes it's nice to have people to talk to it's nice to like you know have experiences to share with others i oh, know it sucks um i mean you know i most of yeah, it sucks I mean, most of it absolutely I mean, i'm not sucked. even yeah like i haven't lived with like people that i knew previously for a couple of years now um mm-hmm. and yeah it sucks i would i would give anything to, yeah. to be able to afford some kind of uh you know studio apartment or one bedroom apartment but yeah, i man. never will so I kind of had, I was, I was roommates with, uh, with a couple of my good friends, and it kind of ruined those friendships. And that was a, that was a shame. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's that happens. a risk that you run. That happens. Yeah. Right. That happened to you too, didn't it? Um, not that specifically, okay. believe it or not, because I have uh, burned many bridges and lost many friends. But it's easy for me to imagine, like, someone, even someone who's like my good friend now, it's like, I bet if I lived with them, I wouldn't want to live with them cuz I fear it would it would risk that kind of falling out, you know? Right. Cuz it's a different thing. Right. It's a weird thing. Yeah. 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 You want to you want to keep your your precious relationships yeah, at a distance. Like you, don't don't And uh, money makes people make them funny smell like your you're farts. like we're all, you know, we're all relatively precarious millennials and when you're living with someone you're entering into a financial pact. So mm-hmm. invariably mm-hmm. That puts strains on relationships and resentments yeah. fester and then they manifest themselves mm-hmm. in, you know, relationships so or three. three arguments and the like. Yeah. Yeah. So just just simply find one to three kind of burner humans that you can blow up at. Ideally, and, ideally. You know, yeah. you, know you, can, you can toss them out at your leisure. Um, and that is the... That is the modern roommate situation. Yeah, ideally, it's Not just someone with whom that. you like, kind of, just mutually are just like, yeah, hey, what's up? up yeah, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's oh my a, god! Oh and man. another, another to... thing was that because you know I like to cook, so I would like cook on uh-huh. a consistent basis, and this was like, um, this was uh, kind of earlier in the year, like in the throes of winter, and the landlord wanted to charge us more for uh, heating and my two mm. dipshit roommates even though utilities are supposed to be included and my two dipshit roommates were like this was another uh explosive argument we're like well Ralph i i think the gas bill is higher because you cook all the time and it's like imbeciles it's higher cuz it's uh. the winter and we're using gas to heat the house <laughs> like i didn't say yeah. it like that like i tried to broach the subject <sighs> like you know uh, respectfully and quietly it's like hey like 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 cooking on the stove like that's a pretty negligible amount of gas like obviously like how the electric bill went up in the summer the gas is going right up in the winter and like he just wouldn't hear he's right. like i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it and like that turned into another fucking temper tantrum and argument and i remember once like Ugh. because utilities were included they would try to give a shit like wh- the landlord he like uh sent us a picture of like this con ed it wasn't even a bill it was just like something that said like you're in the uh 51st uh, percentile of electricity users in your neighborhood you know i don't know what the thing was it was like is, oh the 50 f- so like he <laughs> like this is how he phrased it he said uh. he said see this says you're using more electricity than anyone in the neighborhood oh and it's like and oh, then i got to an brilliant. argument i'm like no that's not what that means <laughs> that means we are in the one percentage point above the middle which uh-huh you know within margin of that's so. meaningless that doesn't mean anything we're practically in the middle and he's like no oh. this says you're using just blatantly either lying yeah. or or completely misunderstanding i don't know why right. they sent something that said that it may have just been like some kind of like oh save energy I, by doing this but it was like i have a sense of why it was like like just another way to gain leverage against the tenants you know, i know like why, why he did i know guys. why he did that i don't know what the con ed what the meaning of the con ed oh. bill was but yeah right uh, right right Oh, boy. Um, Jesus Christ. Like, God, and like, I don't know, like, as you can probably imagine, just like something about, because I do get adversarial with landlords, I probably mm-hmm. haven't helped myself in the past, but uh, just something about it really triggers me. Of course. Well, I mean, the the whole, the structure of it, like the fact that you have to be deferential and polite to a person that you pay. To inhabit their space, and yet that's somehow not. Yeah, and also, enough. like this like, is my home. To... This is precious. Yeah, so, like the idea that they would be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, flip or deceitful, just like really, I don't know, triggers my yeah. ire. Of course, of course. I can't. I can't imagine anything. Anything more potentially triggering of that because it is just like when a, when a landlord does something like that, just kind of very very casually. It's very easy for them to kind of remind you. Of your relationship like it's very easy for them to remind you that you don't own the place you live um and uh i think i think that's that's part of the allure for a lot of these people is is again just like feeling like they and they effectively do rule over several human beings like they they have that kind of that kind of power to you know at the very least like disrupt your life oh yeah um yeah it sucks you know and it's completely legal. Also, while completely I'm legal. also while I'm while I'm talking about this, just one more thing. The nerd roommate, he had a very mysterious <laughs> past, where apparently he's like from the deep south. Um, oh. And he once, of his own volition, he told me this, uh, joined a mm. cult. Like oh. there was some kind oh. of like, I don't know, like some kind of Christian. Uh, commune that he elected to join just cause I don't know, he was directionless in life. And he told me stories about like to get like, uh, uh, there was like an initiation process in which he had to like climb through, he had to like climb through mud. And the one that like do all this crazy shit, all of this, like either humiliating or physically, uh, uh exhausting shit. The one that sticks with me is that he said they would make him eat beans out of a diaper. Um, huh. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, man. I don't know why I always. Uh, I guess I, I. I just, for whatever reason, I'm fated to people like this. But uh, <laughs> we're all searching for meaning. Yeah, now. I know. And I you remember, know, like, uh... I had my. Uh, I had. I was. I was <laughs> hanging out with another friend on what I knew happened to be like his thirtieth birthday, and he was like doing nothing for his thirtieth birthday. So, like, my friend was like, "Ah, oh, well," wow. you know, we like knocked on his door, and he was just regaling us with tales of his uh cult days and he said that like he was gonna enter this like like a higher echelon of the cult that would have been potentially like even more damaging to his life but he fell gravely ill i forget what he said i think he said he had like gout or something so then he had to move back in <laughs> with his parents and like oh no. <laughs> he had to like be quarantined in the basement. I, I, I can't remember what the illness was, but it was like he couldn't risk being in contact with other people or like pregnant women. Oh, he had some man. kind of illness that apparently um, afflicts him to this day. But he was like, yeah, I really lucked out by having this life-threatening illness or else who knows where I'd be. And he told me like he didn't, it didn't even occur to him that it was a cult until recently where he like saw mm. something on some news site Where it's like, they've finally broken up this cult that's ruined so many lives. And he was like, Oh Jesus Christ. I I, I remember I (laughs) I guess that was a cult. (laughs) Oh my god. That's huh. Yeah. I guess I guess that could happen to anyone if you're in the if you're in the wrong situation. Like if you're I don't know, if you're bored or you're you got nothing else to do and you're I don't know. a Bunch of people to hang out with, do activities. Eat some beans out of a diaper, do some obstacle courses. Eat some beans. Hey, folks, I mean, if you're gonna if you're going to um uh humiliate and seek to break the spirit of one of the people who have uh joined your cult, one of your followers, and uh you you endeavor to do it by forcing them to eat beans out of a diaper, just make sure it ain't Goya beans, am I right, Lloyd? That's right. That's right. Because those are, Goya those beans are the problematic beans. They are c- 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 canceled. That's right. By the uh, by the um, fucking uh generic food town beans <laughs> use the generic food town beans to uh oh. to, to, to to break your your cultists yeah oh god I I feel I feel bad I have I had like a, a mildly uh popular tweet that was just kind of riffing on the goya thing but I I don't I don't enjoy kind of joining in that kind of thing where it's like oh we're gonna do a brand boycott sure, like the thing that of the day yeah. those are they're uh, I mean it's a little fast. Obviously, obviously a little no one's, yeah yeah no one's gonna be talking about this stuff in a week like just another another day another distraction Um, but you know I'd, I'd get I'd get people in the replies being like oh like of course never again um, and like listing alternatives I saw a whole thread of like here's some Goya alternatives that you can that you can buy instead of supporting Goya Incorporated and it's like that'll show there's em. already that'll show them there's already so many cheat beans out there. Yeah. Well, I like, mean, like, you again, don't, just, like... People don't need help. Consum- it doesn't like like consumerism matter. Consumerism as politics, like... Yes. Is, is is this brand of beans my friend? Yeah, did this yeah. brand of beans vote for Joe Biden? Like, that's... Yeah, uh, and it's, like, as if, like, any owner of whatever bean company, even if they aren't going to be, like, a shamelessly vocal supporter of Donald Trump, like, they course. might as well like, be, obviously, yeah. but... I don't eat beans because like, like I'm keto, so you're oh yeah. right, right. Beans are full of carbs. That's right. yeah. We we mentioned this. beans can apparently give you gout as well. Really? i I found this out fairly what recently. What causes yeah. gout? Is it like too much sodium or something? Or uh I thought I knew. I thought it was just like you know, because it used to be the King's disease, like like rich people would get gout. Right. But it's it's like, from indulging too much in something. I uh, mean, let me let me look this out. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna find this out. Hang on. Gout. It's something with your Um, diet, right? Right. What is the main cause of gout? Gout occurs when urate crystals accumulate in your joint, causing the inflammation and intense pain of a gout attack. Uh, Uric acid. So whatever, whatever has uric acid in it, Hmm. it's bad for gout. I think. Um, I think sodium-rich food might contribute, but I could be wrong. Okay. Mm. I have. I have. I have a friend who is only like thirty-three um and he's kind of uh he's got a lot of problems he's already had gout it's typically like an old man oh. disease but he's had gout and um he's someone who let's just say wink wink um he's an alcoholic <laughs> Okay, if you catch my drift so i think that her- <laughs> if you if you um, see my d so i think that might i don't know but yeah make of that what you will Mm. he also i think didn't have an excellent diet but um oh boy i have not i've i've had a pretty poor diet myself recently um i've uh i've succumbed to my old habit this kind of this habit that i'd more or less broken um around february of this past year uh do you know snyder's pretzel bits sure those things uh they they're like they're like crushed up bits of pretzel and they're covered with a flavored powder of some kind it can be it can be honey mustard it can be buffalo wing yeah I, it can be like I think I'm familiar dust. they're dusted with with whatever they're dusted know. with flavor and these this is just like a it's it's a child's snack like these are well what are well, what just, isn't a child's snack then though i uh, uh crisp bread um <laughs> you know macintosh apples um, so that's so that's your that's your that's your go-to, like uh, mass-produced snack. There are tra- There are trashier snacks than that, Lloyd. I suppose there are. I suppose there are. I, I, I used to go hard for, uh, you know, the like the trail mixes. Not no, not trail mix. It would be like the party mix. So boring. The party uh, mix you liked. The party mix. Party yeah, mix yeah, is a fucking the... drag, man. You kidding me? Yeah. Typical Lloyd. I, I even your <laughs> shameful indulgences. are just so so chaste. <laughs> Uh, I can think of a thousand oh, 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 infinitely sluttier snacks than that. <laughs> sometimes I would How about even some fucking sometimes I would even stuff uh... birthday cake Oreos. This is America, no, man. I mean, let me tell you Trail Ralph. Mix. occasionally. Oh, I tell. Occasionally here's here's when... a glimpse into my dark past. Whoa. Once in a while I was known to uh <laughs> to uh sample some 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 party mix. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> god. Oh boy. Oh god, I need to i i maybe there's time for like one if there wasn't a quarantine there might be time for like one last now is the time to have a bender whatever right whatever poison how's the time yeah how do you have a bender in in during the age of COVID 19 this is this is going to be challenging why why i gotta figure it out well because like like it's hard to have a bender by yourself like usually, you inflict it on other people, like or at least have it, it witnessed. You can have, you can okay. have a quiver you by yourself. Bender, Lloyd. Just okay. be a top right. spinning in a void. You know, party of one, Carly Ray mm. Jepson. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I can I can build myself a yurt in the woods and just uh, there you and go. Bring out uh, and, and you know and get some. That's some... interesting. I like the I like the element of it being set in the woods because it almost feels like a kind of Mm self-exorcism. Like, Mm -hmm. once a year, Lloyd, he goes to a little makeshift hut out there Mm -hmm. amidst the crows and, uh, With a a single bag of Doritos. Single bag of Doritos. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, he indulges, it's it's the one time, it's the one week per year that he indulges in the evils as he calls it. (laughs) And then he's uh, on the straight and narrow. Oh, man for the rest I, of the I could have I really could have been less of a loser during my stint as a New York resident, you know like I could have I could have gone a little harder yeah, I could have tried some more things you know because now because now I, I I truly am kind of try like what I don't know like like <sighs> drugs I, I I lived more drugs perhaps like I could have I could have done cocaine. At least once. It's true. You've uh, never done cocaine, yeah. I could have. I could have done. I don't know what ketamine. <laughs> I've never done ketamine, but you could have, yeah. Uh, yeah. They got drugs um, wherever you're moving to. You can do meth. Oh sure, I yeah. mean it's it's uh, it's New England, so they got a ton of opioids. Yeah, you can become like a I pill could... guy. Yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, that stuff's easy. Uh, friend of mine, friend of mine in high school had a had a had an oxy problem, and that was like ooh ahead of the curve. Yeah, it was like mm, you know that was that was what two thousand five. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, Ahead of his yeah, time, good for him. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a marine now. Wow, so big surprise, good for him. But yeah, mm. yeah, um, yeah, Oxy. What else is fun? I've done mushrooms. Mushrooms are nice. See, I've never done That's any something- hallucinogens. I'm afraid of my own mind. Right, yeah, right. I, 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 I was too. I, I don't I even was, like smoking weed that much, or at all, really, because sure, I just... Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I've just kind of stuck to uh, amphetamines and uh, mm-hmm. certain downers. Yeah. Much easier to handle, you know? Because that's, that's still just you. That's still just you. I mean, it depends own. on the person, yeah, kind I'm of, sure, you know? I guess, yeah. I guess. I mean, um, like, mushrooms are harmless, basically. I just, I just wouldn't yeah, want yeah. to... Uh, Experience the nightmare that I'm sure my mm. mind would visit upon me. <laughs> well, they but say not, they it's say not, it's say not the corrosive to the your body, you yeah. or if it is, it's it's very nominal compared to, yeah, you know, cocaine yeah. or I guess MDMA. It's, is it's fine, just kind of a it's just kind of a buzzing in the brain, you know, and you kind of revert to the beast pads. So you hallucinated, um, of course, when you took these mushrooms, right? What's 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 what's, what's, uh, a, lo- what's a Lloyd Howell mushroom trip? A Lloyd Howell mushroom trip. It was it was quite pleasant actually. What were the I was, circumstances? I was, the, I was in the middle of the woods. Um, Classic. I was like, I cannot, I cannot be around other people. Oh, so you're by yourself. Um, yep. Yeah. Where'd you get them um, from? Just of your own volition? Oh, just uh, I was like, it's time. It's time for me to to do this. And so I, I, I. So drove it's not as the... if someone you just happened to get them from someone. You elected to do this by yourself. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. It yeah. It was it was intentional. Um, and so I I headed out into the woods and i like i pitched my tent and then i walked for about um 20 minutes like deeper into the wilderness like way off the path because i was like i absolutely cannot be disturbed like i do not want interaction with any other human whatsoever like that's going to be like that that was my my main fear um and so i i i take the mushrooms and i just kind of wait around for a while and i wouldn't i wouldn't call it like a like a hallucination per se, because I didn't, I didn't see anything different. I didn't, I didn't have visions or anything, but it kind of, it changes. I don't know, like things kind of melt. Like you, you kind of notice things that you wouldn't normally notice. And what I found myself doing was like, just kind of walking through this particular area of the woods. And it was, it was very kind of, it felt bestial. It felt like I was kind of, Going from tree to tree and just like patrolling a triangle of, I don't know, like half an acre or something. It was, uh, it, I, I wouldn't call it unpleasant, but then you throw up and you uh, you kind of feel a little, you threw up a little off. Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms make you throw up. Acid apparently doesn't make you throw up. I haven't done acid though. That's like a, that's a whole Sam thing. Sam described his experiences with LSD as, quote, everyone is the devil. So I fear that my experience would be the same. But yeah, I never I never used uh, those uh, yellow submarine finding yourself drugs. I would just always stick yeah. to the uh the ones that are corrosive to your body and compound mm-hmm. your depression and anxiety the day after, yeah. you know, cocaine, MDMA, ecstasy. Um I enjoy mm-hmm. as, as 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 has been well documented on this podcast. I enjoy a benzo now and then. Wish I had some now. Oh, for sure. For sure. But uh, but yeah, no fun. I think some of the worst days of uh, my life have been uh, days from which I am uh, recovering from uh, a classic Coke binge. You know? Oh. Felt very raw. Because you're... Yeah. Uh, you, you feel oh, really you raw. You feel like a raw nerve. The, what, the, what you oh, got to do is that you got to come down with like Xanax or Klonopin. That cushions the blow. Uh, yeah. mm. But it's so funny. I, it's interesting. Like, um, yeah... Cocaine is good, I, but uh, I noticed too, like <laughs> when we were making my movie—not to bring up my movie—like I got so excited from just even like, and also I don't want to give the—it's not as if I've done cocaine just casually. All right, it's not like I'm a cocaine. Sure, sure. But uh, and I, yeah. I'll I, whatever. <laughs> but uh, even Relax. just like Get similar to like how filming like food or filming violence or sexual content, like all these things. You get like a libidinal kick, even if they're simulated and fake, like like filming them or something, it gets, it's exciting. And people like watching other people cook. People like watching other people fuck. And similarly, when we would shoot those cocaine scenes, I was like, yeah, this is fun, you know, <laughs> even though it was just, you know, some, some uh, vitamin that was crushed up. But right, it's funny how right. that works. Is my you know point. it's fake. But, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like t- to see the line be snorted. That is in and of itself is a thing of value. And when you see that, you know, your body knows it's good. Your brain knows it's it's base. Like all these things are base, like violence, sex, eating food, consuming drugs. It's, it's, Mm it's, it's, it's very, it's primal is what it is. And even when it's simulated, like, like creating those images for some reason to create them and to watch them, uh, is exciting. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's fun stuff. Those were, uh, those were those were interesting shoots to be sure. Um, there was a uh, wait. So uh, I forget. You've have you actually smoked crack? Is that a thing you've done? Well, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. <laughs> um, uh, I've been hey, watching a lot of movies I mean, lately. No, uh, I, I have actually. <laughs> okay, so there was uh-huh. a there was a period in college in which uh me and a, f- a friend uh, w- uh, we would do like just like shitty campus cocaine consistently. And I remember uh-huh. once one of our professors who I will not name check, uh he had like kind of a, a a storied past. He was like someone who like came up in the new Hollywood but never quite made it. I remember mm. he would say like he actually he actually was like college friends with Martin Scorsese, like this is documented. Mm-hmm. And, um, I yeah. remember like, cause I looked him up and I found there was like a passage in some book where apparently like it was this teacher's film, but they were like, yes, a film by, by so-and-so. But what really stood out was the cinematography by a young Martin Scorsese. So like they actually did like <laughs> fuck with each other. And he would say things like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, that thing where you put a pop song at like the forefront of a scene. I thought of that. Marty he had so much going for him he had to be a little picky and take that too you know oh And I just remember he would talk a lot about how and you know those new Hollywood guys uh, uh, uh-huh. Scorsese in particular oh. they love their cocaine and uh, he was like yeah you know cocaine it's fine it's just like never free it you know when you freebase it that's that you know that'll steal your soul <laughs> and so I went to my friend and I was like hey we like doing cocaine why don't we try freebasing it sometime? And so we did. And for those uh-huh. who don't know, freebasing is basically smoking cocaine. Um, and um, it's a lot more intense and detrimental to your body. And uh, I mm. remember the first time we did it, we were in my dorm. And uh, we were freebasing cocaine, which looks like... It's, it's basically just like the classier version of smoking crack. Because like crack rock oh, is like okay. cocaine like mixed with these other like corrosive chemicals. Much healthier oh. people, please. It's much healthier to just free base cocaine than smoke crack. But uh <laughs> it's, yeah. so we were doing it. Oh wait, actually okay, so we would do that, but then eventually my friend was living in Harlem at the time next to a crack dealer, so he just bought like a crack rock. So like oh. so like once we actually did smoke for real crack in my dorm and uh it caused the smoke alarm to go off actually oh no and we're both like on oh, crack no. panicking huh huh and so like whatever and i don't know campus protocol we all had to like file outside me and like the two dipshit roommates speaking of roommates that i was living with i remember one of these roommates i hated them too this was my senior year of college uh <laughs> my fault's for not having more friends that i had to be randomly paired with people but i remember this one guy like something that really stuck with me is that he was like preparing a meal for himself and he was like i guess like making himself a quesadilla and he had just like the tortilla like splayed on like the kitchen island and he like smeared it with mayo and then he was like sprinkling the cheese on it and then he like proceeded to just like put it in the microwave and what stuck with me is that he's doing this like gratuitous, simple thing but he had this look on his face as if he was like focusing on something that like demands one's in, like attention. It really stuck with me. <laughs> just like the dumb person uh, focusing intently on like a stupid and gross act, just him like, oh, Witness oh, the act of creation. Oh, exactly, yeah. yes. But anyway, we're outside, we're like, oh, this is bullshit. Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. And then like campus PD came by and I remember just like in slow motion, I was like, oh, it was my room. I had to like, I'm like walking up on crack behind him, up back into the dorm. And like, he probably assumed we were just smoking weed, but he's Uh like questioning me like, oh, what happened? I'm like, oh, I think I was cooking something earlier and that caused it to go off. And he was like, well, it doesn't, mm, I don't smell any smoke. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Maybe these, (laughs) I actually started getting like, kind of like, well, maybe these are just like shitty smoke alarms. So I don't know, (laughs) but (laughs) like, I'm trying to study and like this smoke alarm just goes off randomly. Like, what the hell is this? What kind of what kind of operation exactly? You guys and then eventually he leaves, yeah. and me and this friend were back in my dorm, and we we're like, because uh, uh, like previously we had just like, oh god, we like shoved the the drug paraphernalia in my my desk drawer, uh, uh. <laughs> and then we just proceeded, we like like did the thing with the fucking wire hanger with the plastic bag over the smoke alarm, we opened a window, smoked some more crack, and then the next day we're in class, <laughs> and we were like we were like, oh man, oh. My kidneys hurt from all the sit-ups I was doing last night. Oh God! But uh, that was one of the shadier oh no chapters. Oh my God! Hey, from from my travails. But yeah, but you've done it. You know, like it's a like that. That's that can be a feather in your cap. You know, you yeah. can you can. And I would do it again. Honestly, it's not like a, sure, it's not like a oh, sure. oh, That was oh I'm do-. no. It's just like a thing to do. That's the thing. It's a though. known quantity That's the to thing, you. though. Like there's a lot of misconceptions about drugs. Like for one, sure. most like most people who smoke crack are white. Like that's a that's an established mm. statistic, but you wouldn't know that from the media. And sure. in terms of their class background, it's mixed, you know. Oh, uh, so it's not just like a trailer park. Yeah. Drug. Or, or, like a... or you know, the proverbial ghetto or whatever, like everyone's Right. right. Everybody's everybody's doing it. Everybody smokes track crack. That's, A lot of people that's do. That's right, and it's not. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if I can leave you with one more thought on this subject, <laughs> it's not that bad for you in and of itself. But, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> so, how have you been passing uh, the time this week? Anyway, oh but, Jesus but, uh, Christ, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, but that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like I, I like color, what color. Hmm. Am I gonna am I gonna start doing heroin with like the local townies up there in up there in northern New Hampshire? Like I don't think so. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be invited into that group like well, I Well, I don't think that's how you get your kicks though. Like no, like to me no. I get a kick out of just being the person who like kind of just raises the temperature in the room. Merely mm. by like brandishing cocaine and doing like a key bump, like I like sure. being that dirt bag, you know. You're you're the escalator. Yeah, I like you, uh, I like mm. being the the dirt bag force that contaminates a space Ooh. to a degree, but I don't think okay. I don't think you share that kind of uh, you know. I, someone once said to me that my, my energy is just like trying to leave the room as quickly as possible. <laughs> like no matter, no matter what I'm doing, like I got to get out of there. Um, right. So.
1: Yeah. Your default yeah. is, is the... your
0: default is uh mild discomfort and an air of uh, obligation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So you're not, so someone, what am I going to do? I'm... By your own admi- your own admission, you're not someone who unwinds. Mm no, yeah. no. And when I and when I do, You're I, uh You're not one to just sit I in a room and exist. It. No. I, I gotta I gotta do something with my hands, Ralph. I gotta go like build a stone wall or like I don't know, shoot some arrows at a at a bale of straw or I don't know, like some something that I can fool myself into believing is progress or or utility. Um, or just something maybe, that is a, is an uh, effective means of running away from your thoughts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Something occupying. Like, like podcasting. I can't wait to just think. <laughs> I do it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like I do it every work. single Sunday. Like, exactly. Exactly like clockwork. And that's something I can rely on. And that's like, okay, that hour, it's spoken for. Sure. I don't have to think about that. It's, it's happening. It's regimented. Like, you don't have to create something yeah. out of nothing. Oh, maybe I should have joined the army. Like that, that, that ship has sailed also. And I definitely would have hated that. Yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been a look, don't join the army. It's bad moves Hmm. all around. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot, not a lot to, to recommend anything really. But (laughs) what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to do, Ralph, is escape. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm being, I'm being true to myself and I am, I'm just, I'm just getting out of town. And what will it be like when I'm finally like really truly alone like in a house yeah like like no one can hear me no one can see me well it's hard to no say no one is expecting me anywhere it's hard to say because the the easy the smart money is on the conventional wisdom is that you'll just lose it in due course and mm. um and like this will truly be the end but also yeah. like you're not someone like as we've as we've said like you're not someone who how to put it exactly? It's not like you thrive in an explicitly social setting, you know? No. It's not no. like you're someone who really wants to make, like, it's not like you're, yeah, it's not like you're, not that you're antisocial, but it's like. Right, right. I, like, you, you don't never throw I'm parties I'm never or end. do this or that. So it's yeah. like, huh. But you also are uncomfortable with solitude. But then again, how do you define either thing without being reductive? I don't know. This is gonna be a train wreck, man. Like, I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna be trying to like throw parties in my in my barn or something. Like, I'm trying to to entertain, not throw parties. Right, right. I'm I'm going to have dinner parties. Yeah, I'm gonna be just like spamming Instagram stories, being like, anyone want to come visit? Like, uh, come, come hang out. uh, All the way up here. Hope you have a car. (laughs) Um, It's gonna be hard to do, and not a lot of people are gonna come. But, um, well, I remember maybe maybe no one. Well, I remember out. at my friend's giving last November, you the whole time you were there, you just kind of seemed, um, awed and vaguely afraid by the other guests. And I don't know if that was <laughs> because of my friend group or if that's just, you know, well, no, I'm a wallflower like, so, by nature. No, I, I, I remember that, uh, that that friendsgiving and it was I had I had a good time there if you if you can believe that it was like good it was, eaten uh, at least it was it, it sure was good eaten and like I I enjoyed the conversations I was having but like what I you know I don't want to make myself vulnerable Ralph like I I'm not going to give anyone an opening like uh, I'm not about to allow vulnerable someone in what to, sense to you know I I don't I'm not going to let anyone get get anything over on me no, I like, see I'm not so gonna, you are afraid of being I'm roasted. Not gonna, I'm not going to offer up some piece of information that these that these jackals right can just uh, can just you know tear apart. But that was you know? probably specific to the company, right? Or is that well, you at any given gathering? You know, if if there are people that I don't know, if there are people mm-hmm. that I don't know in any group, like I I, I got to have my eye on them. Like I got to sure. control that interaction completely. No, you are typically quiet. Um, yeah, I'm uh, right, right, and and I remember. There was like one guy at that th- th- at that friend'sgiving who I was like, "I don't like you, sure. Is that the and guy like we pissed me we, off? We mocked mercilessly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, that's the one. Um I haven't seen him <laughs> since that friend'sgiving coincidentally, but, right, uh, right yeah. <laughs> oh boy, but like, and I, I remember I, I left before the end of the the party, but it sure. wasn't because I felt uncomfortable. Like I, I, it's not that I was like not having a good time. It's like I, I don't want to be the last one there. Sure, like, no, I you stayed. To, you stayed for a, for the requisite amount of time. I would say, yeah, I guess. But like that's that's kind of a, that's kind of a limiting, that's kind of a lid on my experience. Look, I feel right? like that like, friendsgiving was uncomfortable for most of the people there. I don't think it was a social okay. <laughs> success. <laughs> and I do not mean at all uh, to single you out. Just while we're on the topic, that was one of the few occasions in which I was at. Uh, a social mm. gathering with you when I right, wasn't, right? You know, off uh, ten clonopin. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We've we've really that 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 one party with the clonopin has kind of def- not defined, but it's uh it's certainly helped to give context for a lot of our later interactions in a good way. A How good could way. that possibly be in a good way? What do you mean by that? Because, like, I, I, I for new listeners to the show, at a Halloween party, the short version is at a Halloween at a Halloween party. Once I I got very, I drank a lot, I took a lot of kalanopin and I terrorized everyone there, and I was kicked out. And Lloyd was there. Lloyd was Van Gogh, and I was Goku. But yeah. uh go on. But I I remember the the explanation of what like like I, I heard from you at a later time, um, that that. Uh, someone had called an, ambul- an, an ambulance for your friend, and like how you how you talked about it was like that's that's such a shitty thing because like he was fine, and like now he has an enormous he passed out from drinking bill. yeah he passed out from drinking and like that's a thing that happens but because these I don't know these worry warts decided that this was deserving of an ambulance call like now he's got debt and now like he's probably never gonna loosen up and, and it's embarrassing like, have yeah. a good time at a party again yeah and so that was like you know that makes a lot of sense and I could uh, I, I could see how Wait, I don't understand what's the lesson you' had explained this? I don't know like like that was that was a that was an instance where I was like yeah Ralph sharp like that's uh that's that's the that's the correct read of that situation like there's nothing intrinsically wrong with like you know overindulging at a party and like you know losing control a little bit. Like you didn't you didn't hurt anyone. Well wasn't a big deal. It's not great. It's not great, but it's okay. Yeah. Like people do these things. Yeah. It's not it's not a it's not a moral failing. And you have uh, to appreciate and, the degree, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, Ralph, is I is I you know, maybe maybe it would have been maybe it would have been useful t- for me to 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 take a couple of those uh those those pills from the from the from the dragon oh, ball. So what myself. you're trying to say is that it's okay to overdo it in moderation. I think so. I think and, that's an uh, important lesson. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe the door has closed for me, but maybe not. Who knows? The, the the future is still largely unwritten. Um and and uh and maybe I'll just kind of break into into northern New England opioid addiction. Maybe maybe that's like a new thing that Look, we can do. Maybe you'll have a night maybe or maybe you'll find a nice rhythm where you you fish you uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> uh you, you watch yeah. youtube videos about how to clean the fish, you eat it. Uh-huh.
1: I don't know, Lloyd. Uh, I don't I, I, I don't like,
0: know I don't know what your creature comforts are. I'm not sure I know myself, Ralph. What is a Lloyd Howard indulgence? To find out. You know oh. it could be drugs, it could be a slutty snack. It could mm. be uh, immersing yourself in uh, movies or podcasts or this or that. I don't know. Yeah, the stereotype of mm. you in my mind has always been someone who if not abstain is the wrong word because I know like you and I uh, have, have have drunk. Uh, countless yes, times, yes. But um, of course, you're someone who resists pleasure. I guess is what I'm driving at. <laughs> maybe even when maybe. drinking, it's not like a means to having a good time. It's just kind of like, oh, well, gotta oil the old mm, ah, social. Mm. But yeah, mm. yeah, right. Like 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 drinking has a function. It's to it's, it's to social it's to lubricate the yeah, yeah. inhibitions, and it's to uh, to help unwind after a long day of labor and obligation. And so, I mean, if if you're... Or just something that enhances, you know, food, what you're eating, or just whatever you're doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's possible that for me, like, my my pleasure in life comes from, comes from that sort of sense of obligation. Right. Like, what could be more obligation than having a mortgage, you know? Than, like, Ooh, being on the hook yeah. to the old bank, you know? Mm-hmm. Having some real you know being being on that uh on that chopping block i've like, ever considered like that you might me. be a masochist it's crossed my mind <laughs> <laughs> has it but but like everything i know of kink is that it's like it's too much nerd shit for me like i can't i can't take it seriously because it's too I don't know. Well, like you're putting it. I think you're kind of placing it into a specific context where it's like maybe so. Yeah. I'm just a maybe. I'm just a natural masochist. I don't go to parties about it. I just live it. Yeah. I live it every day. Yeah. Or maybe and it's just the energy. you know it's nebulous. It's nebulous. Maybe your masochism is not being tied up and gagged and whipped. It's just kind of the the suppressed just quiet desperation of worrying about your mortgage. Uh Uh-huh. Which is such a small thing. ah, fuck. Just like pouring over just bills. Like, ah, fuck. Ah, oh, gonna have to cut some corners. But secretly you have just like a fucking veiny... <laughs> Purply hard on, because <laughs> you're adulting. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm finally doing it. It's all mine. It's mine. Like I'm, I'm being securitized, that's and my right. my mortgage is being passed around mm-hmm. by uh, by from bank to bank, from from brokerage to brokerage. Yep. Yes. Well, yes. I think that's a good place to end this. We've both uh, successfully I think so. assassinated our respective characters so uh, <laughs> exactly exactly and that's where we that's where we want to be at the end of right, any of any episode right. it's, worth its, its salt good it's liberating folks yep. you yep. could uh, follow the podcast at feeling well pod on Twitter you can follow me at hey Ralph man you can follow Lloyd at VoidHowler. howler Rate and review us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. Pretty please. uh, Yeah. Lloyd, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Ralph. See you next time.